0: It's time for us to preview week three in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are locked on fantasy basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore b and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. As I said, we are ready here to look at week three. Week two is coming to an end in the NBA. We're looking at how the schedule looks. Streaming ideas, back-to-backs, who might rest, um, players to add on certain days, players to sit, players to start, that sort of stuff. You know how these weekly shows go. So let's talk about it right now. And in week three in the NBA, the vast majority of teams play 20... No, they don't. They don't play 22. 22 teams play four games. That's a better start to the show. Um, So the vast majority play four games this week. Eight teams play three games. So that means if you're in a weekly league, which we're going to talk about a little bit later... That with so many teams playing four games, those players who have um, three game weeks, there's going to be some hard decisions in terms of who you want to start and who you want to sit. The teams that play the three games this week, Dallas. Now, in that scenario, you're you're starting Luka Doncic. Portland, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum. I reckon you have to make a call on Nurkic. I think I probably would, but I can understand not doing it. The Pelicans, you start Ingram, and then after that, it gets a little bit iffy. Uh, the Hawks, yeah, Trae Young is an obvious start there. It's probably probably John Collins, maybe, probably Klinkapella as well. The Suns, they have three games. Booker, Paul, Bridges, I think they're all must-starts. Probably Ayton, but I'm not certain. Indiana, we're starting Sabonis and Turner and Brogdon, and probably Oladipo there as well. The Memphis Grizzlies have three games, so you're looking at Valentunas and Anderson, most likely as the two must-start players. And for the Wizards, Bradley Beal, uh, they've got three games. Bradley Beal, Tom Bryant. uh, Russ Westbrook, an interesting one because out of those three games, the Wizards have two. Sorry, (laughs) Russ plays two because the Wizards have a back-to-back. So in a weekly league, I am not certain that Russell Westbrook is a must-start player. Anyway, in terms of schedule quirks, the Warriors and the Bucks, all four of their games are at home this week and there are five teams that play all games on the road. The Spurs the Cavs, the Bulls, the Jazz, and the Thunder. They play all of their games on the road for this upcoming week. If We dig a little bit deeper into the schedule and see how it breaks down throughout the week. We've got nine games on Monday, five on Tuesday, 11 games on Wednesday, five on Thursday, 10 on Friday, and then an eight and eight Saturday and Sunday schedule. The stream days we're looking at here are Tuesday and Thursday, and Saturday and Sunday. They're the days that you're going to have open, active roster spots where if you add a guy off the waiver wire, you're going to be able to use him. Now, you might be able to do it on Monday with nine games. You probably won't be able to do it on Wednesday with 11, and you probably won't be able to do it on Friday with 10. So we're looking at Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday as the days that we are looking to stream uh, for this upcoming week. Um, More stuff on the schedule. The teams we're really looking to stream, and there's quite a few of these around that have a lot of quality games. And by that, I mean, though, they played on the days where it is that low volume. So Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. The Timberwolves, the Spurs, and the Nuggets, all four of their games are on the low volume days. So you add a Spurs player, Whoever that may be now, Derek White should be rostered in all leagues. Uh, Calden Johnson should be rostered in all leagues. But maybe you're going for Rudy Gay. Maybe you're looking at Paddy Mills. And if you make an ad of those guys at the start of the week, you'll use one waiver acquisition and you'll be able to play them four times. You won't need to drop anyone because you add, say the Spurs don't play Monday, so you add Rudy Gay, let's say, on Tuesday Right. On Wednesday, it's a high-volume day, so you don't need to drop him to open up that roster spot. He plays again Thursday. Friday, it's a high-volume day. When Gay doesn't play, you don't need to drop him, and then he has a back-to-back Saturday-Sunday. The other teams that do that are the Timberwolves, who have the, that same four, um, four-game four schedule. So Josh Kogi, Anthony Edwards, Ricky Rubio, if he's around, Naz Reed, who should be rostered anyway. Um, deeper Leagues, Jared Vanderbilt. Jarrett Culver as options. There's four games for them. And the same goes for the Denver Nuggets. Do you take a flyer on Gary Harris? It's a, Michael Porter Jr. is going to be out some of this week. So do you look at Will Barton and add him knowing that you're going to get four games out of him? Michael Green for Deeper Leagues. Paul Millsap for 12-team leagues. Monty Morris for 12-team leagues. It's four games for the price of one acquisition. There are also some teams that have three uh, low-volume quality games. The Lakers. The Nets and the Blazers. And interestingly, the Blazers, all three of their games on those low-volume days. The only difference with these guys versus those, uh, versus those teams, as well, the only difference with Portland versus those teams that have the four is they just don't play the back-to-back on the Saturday-Sunday. The Lakers, for example, play Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, but they have uh, one of their games on the Friday, so maybe you don't use that player. They have less appeal as a stream option, but you know, Kyle Kuzma comes into play there. For the Nets, again, there's fewer options, but DeAndre Jordan has some appeal on the Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday combination. You just miss out on that Saturday slot for them. But they are the most attractive teams if we're looking at stream options back-to-backs. 22 teams have a back-to-back this week. That's a lot of back-to-backs. I think the ones we've got to be watching for, the Clippers, so the Kawhi is going to miss a game most likely. The Sixers have a back-to-back, so we're looking at Joel Embiid. The Nets have a back-to-back, so Kyrie Irving and KD. That's going to give uh, value there for someone like Timotei lawawu Cabro and an increase in value for Karis Levert. The Pistons have a back-to-back, so Derek Rose and Blake Griffin are in danger. The Suns have a back-to-back. Now, I mentioned that just to see what happens with Chris Paul, but he played their first back-to-back, so that shouldn't be a problem. The Wizards have a back-to-back, like I mentioned, making Russ almost an impossible start in a weekly league. And the Lakers have a back-to-back. We saw Anthony Davis sit out with a calf issue last time they had a back-to-back. Let's see if anything like that goes down for the Lakers this time. If we're looking at Tuesday as a stream day, The players I'm looking to stream, and this will change during the week, and maybe I'll do it on the daily recap shows just at the end of the show. Hey, here are some stream options for the next day. Would people like that? Please let me know. D'Anthony Melton, Derek Jones Jr. and Gary Trent Jr. if he is healthy and ready to play. And Iveta Zubats look like they could be interesting uh, Tuesday streams. On Thursday, it's Melton again, along with Dorian Finney-Smith, Gary Trent Jr., and Derek Jones Jr. on Thursday. These are just the one-day streams, nothing to do with what I was talking about before in terms of those players you can add for four games. This is a Saturday stream, but it's one where you can add guys on the Saturday for players that play both the Saturday and Sunday, so a two-for-one. Josh Okogie, who I already mentioned, Kelly Olenek, who looks really good for the Heat, and I'd be adding him in 14 leagues regardless. Gary Harris, and Rudy Gay. So a few of those I already mentioned in those uh, four quality game weeks for the Spurs, the Wolves, and the Nuggets. If you're looking at just individually on Saturday, Justin Holiday, Finney Smith, and Maxi Kleber from the Dallas Mavericks, and Shake Milton. And if we're looking exclusively at a Sunday stream, it's Vanilla Tice, it's Ivica Zubac, Royce O'Neal, and PJ Tucker. Now, they're not the most sexiest of names, but they do have fantasy value on that Sunday where there's only the eight games on. In weekly leagues, players that we're looking to add that could have some value who are rostered in under 50% of the advanced leagues. Daniel Tice, it's not high not high value necessarily for Tice, but with four games on, he could slide into your best 10 players. Same goes with Royce O'Neal in Utah. He could, you know, he's not a great option, but maybe he slides ahead of someone that is only playing the um, the three games and you're talking about, maybe that's Cam Reddish for the Hawks. Uh, Maybe maybe it's Eric Bledsoe for the Pelicans. Maybe O'Neal's four games are better. Isaac Okoro, we assume he's going to be returning to action, so he's an option there. And PJ Tucker as well is someone who's available in a lot of leagues who might have value in this weekly format. In points leagues for weekly formats, Josh Jackson's still available in way too many. You're adding him. Alec Burks is still available in way too many. You add him. Bismack, Biyombo and Alfred Payton. Not only do they have good schedules, but they should be rostered in all formats anyway, but they are available in a lot of points leagues at this point. Players we look to sit for this week. Now, I already mentioned Russell Westbrook as an option, but I think someone like Rui Hachimura with only three games on, and he's not that good. He's a guy I'd be looking to sit down. You know what I think about Hassan Whiteside. I think DeAndre Hunter with only three games is someone I'd be sitting this week. He's been a really popular ad, but the shooting's going to fall off. And with only three games and maybe Danilo Gallinari returning, there's some issues there. And I'm putting Ennis Cancer in there because so many people have added Ennis Cancer. His roster percentage is up over 80%, which is nonsense. Um, he should not be started in a three-game week where he might he might get 50 minutes total. Maybe he gets 60 minutes total over those three games. You can do better than that. In points leagues, we're sitting Hassan Whiteside. We're definitely sitting Dovas Bertans. I reckon you could consider him a sit in a category league as well. We're sitting Danilo Galinari of the Atlanta Hawks and his teammate, I think, in a points league, Bogdan Bogdanovic, with only the three games and with uncertain roles and performances. I'm not certain that he's a must-start in a uh, in a weekly points league format. Last thing I wanted to look at is the deeper leagues, 14 to 16 team leagues. Players that you can have a look at who might be of use for you this week, Danny Green, Isaac Okoro, I mentioned already. Now, Green is a really low-volume guy, but he gets those steals and blocks, which are valuable. Uh, his teammate, Sheik Milton, has some value, I think, for this week. And then onto the Nets, it's Timotei Lawawu-Cabro. As I mentioned, there is that one game that KD and Kyrie are probably going to sit um, and that's going to boost Lawu Cabro's value extremely in that one game. And then he's got three others during the week to do at least something. We're talking, you know, 14 to 16 team leagues here for Lawu Cabro. These are players who are rostered in under 20% of leagues who might be able to provide you some of that value that you're looking for in that sort of format. That'll do it for me today in the week three preview. I will be back later on to do a what to watch for for Sunday. I'll also then tomorrow do a full waiver Wire show and then back into the pregame show and then also back into the daily recaps for Sunday's action. Guys, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.